Here is my hot take on handling objections. So should you handle objections? Should you not handle objections? What does it look like to handle objections? This is my hot take. Okay, no right or wrong, but this is my belief. I believe that an objection is, I really want this but. I actually had a um, colleague of mine in the mastermind that I'm in say this. And I, when she said this in the mastermind call, I was like, oh my God, I love this. She said, I look at objections like they're saying, I want this, but, and I look at the first part of that sentence. So, you know, let this also be a lesson in the power of masterminds because you're just going to get so many new ideas, not only from the coach, but from the other women in the group. So Jen, if you're listening to this, I took this from you. Um, but I want this, but, and really looking at that first part of the sentence, right? This person wants this thing. They want the transformation. They want the offer that you're selling. But, and when I look at that, but for me, that, but is followed by a limiting belief. It's followed by fear. I want this, but I'm worried it's not going to work out for me. I want this, but I ultimately, it really is. I'm worried it's not going to work out for me. And then we make other excuses for why that could be. I'm not ready enough. I'm, uh, I'm too busy. So I'm not going to dedicate the time that's required to this. I, I, people say I can't afford it, but what that really means is they're just not, they're worried they're not going to get the value from it that they put in with their dollars. So it really comes down to, I'm worried this isn't going to work for me, right? I really want this, but I'm worried that this isn't going to work for me for whatever reason that is, that they think it's not going to work for them. So I feel that your job as a business owner from a place of service is actually helping people overcome those limiting beliefs and shift the mindsets that are holding them back from buying. If you are such a believer in your offer, you're such a believer in your service, you know that your service, your coaching, your mentorship, your product is going to change a person's life and you know that they're the right fit for it and that it's really going to help them go in the direction that they want to go in their life with said transformation. I believe it's your responsibility from a place of service to overcome that objection in your content. Because again, what are we overcoming? We're overcoming that fear. We're overcoming that doubt. We're overcoming that limiting belief. So getting at the core of what that is and then reframing that in your messaging and your marketing and in your content. So if it's something like, you know, I'm too busy really looking at what that is. Okay. They're, they're scared that they're going to be too busy to get the transformation, flipping that on its head and making an objection handling piece of content where you say something like, here's why hiring a coach in your busiest season is actually going to help you get the long lasting transformation that you're looking for, because you need to learn how to do these things even in your busiest season to actually get sustainable results right? So making a piece of content around that objection, handling content around that, or maybe they're like, I can't afford it. But you're like, there is a huge cost to your life to not do this program because chances are, if they're not going to make a move, they're not going to make any changes in their life. And we know nothing changes if nothing changes. So saying that in your content and saying, what is it costing you not to do this? And I know as a business coach, I can say, you know, quite literally it's costing you money not to have the support that you need to grow your business or the tools that you need to grow your business. And that's costing you dollars. But even if you're not a business coach, you can speak to this in whatever it's actually costing them, right? What is it costing you not to, whatever it is, get the dream job or um, 
costing you to not be in the relationship or what is it costing you to be in this mindset that's not serving you and stay stuck or what is it costing you to not reclaim your health to stay in these old health patterns and have these symptoms on a really tangible level and paint that image for them. Like if, as an example, if you're something like a physical therapist and you help people get out of pain, really paint that image. Like it's costing you the ability to spend time with your partner and go on that, that bike tour trip because you can't get through a day of walking and exploring and being a tourist without having severe back pain or whatever that is. But paint that image. Like there is a real cost for you not to do this to your lifestyle. So I do think it is actually your responsibility to handle those doubts, fears, and objections in your content while you're selling. We call this objection handling content, right? And again, it's not from this like bro marketing place of now I'm going to overcome objections. But to me, it's like seeing your ideal client, your dream client as an empowered person and an empowered person can still have doubts and fears. An empowered person can still have doubts and fears. And so speaking to them in their power and just leveling with them. Like, I get it. I get that you're scared, but here's why this is keeping you stuck. And just actually having that real human conversation as, as the expert that you are from a place of you've been there, you get it, but you know, what's possible for that person and you want them to rise and speaking to that in your content. So I do think it's our responsibility to overcome objections to the masses in content. Now, This personally is not where I overcome objections is in the one-on-one sales conversation. So once I've had a sales conversation with someone and, you know, I I talk through what their goals are and what, what their struggles are, I make sure they're the right fit for said program. And if I feel that it's the right fit as a business owner, I give them the details. I drop the pricing. I drop how it works, all, all the details of the offer. And then they give me a straight up, not right now, whatever reason. I don't want to buy this insert, whatever the objection is to me, that's not the point where then I try to overcome that objection and say, Oh, but come on, you're not, you're not too busy or yes, you can afford it. Here's what you can do. I'll take that to my content, but I won't take it to that person one-on-one. Why? Because once someone has given me a no, I I always respect a person's no, right? So I'm doing it in the content. I'm getting ahead of the no. But once someone gives me a no, I trust their power. I trust their timing. I trust them to lead themselves. And I I respect their no. Now, some coaches might be arguing that I'm leaving money on the table. And, you know, if I, if I wanted to grow my business and collect that revenue, I would collect that revenue. And yeah, okay, maybe there's truth to that. But for me... It's not just about the revenue. I don't think it is for you either, right? If it were actually just about the revenue, I would go look at the stock market. This is actually about changing people's lives and having relationships with real human beings. And so I want to be very respectful of the human beings that I'm interacting with, selling to, and coaching. So if someone gives me a no, I respect their power. I still see them in their power a thousand percent. I've said no to programs that I don't feel ready to buy. It doesn't mean I'm a disempowered person. So I respect their no. But what I will do, again, from a place of service, is I say, okay, amazing. This isn't the right offer for you. Uh, Like, totally cool. I also have this other offer that I think would be of really great service to you. It's, as an example, uh, it's my membership. It's going to help you X, Y, Z. Here's the price point. Would you like the details or would you like the link for that? And if they say yes, then 
there you go, downsell them into something else. So that's also when I think it's great to have, you know, a unified product suite because if someone's not ready for say your one highest ticket one-on-one coaching package or your big high ticket group program, that's when you can say, okay, amazing. No worries. This wasn't the right fit for you. Do you want to do insert low, lower ticket offer? This DIY course that's going to help you XYZ, this membership that's going to help you XYZ, this one-off session where we can make a plan to help you XYZ and move you forward in X result a week in Voxer, a messaging access that's still going to help you XYZ. So I would just downsell them after that. And that feels really good. Okay, this isn't the right fit, but I can still serve you in this way, this other way. Does this feel like a better option for you? And a lot of times they'll say yes, right? Because they just had a whole conversation with you about how they're interested in XYZ transformation. And maybe they're not quite ready for the highest ticket thing, but they know that this other offer would still get them going in the right direction. And so I would do that. I would downsell them in the sales conversation. And I would do that personally from a place of service, right? Again, it's not just like wringing the most money out of a person, but I want to give them something that's going to move them forward. So if I can't give them my all access pass, can I give them something else that they're ready for? Okay, amazing. So I would, I would downsell people instead of overcoming the objection in the DMs. The other reason that I do that one, just to respect a person's no, but also from a um, relationship perspective and a coaching perspective, I don't really want to have to convince anyone to be in my containers, right? To be in my spaces, especially if it's like high proximity space where you're going to be in messaging access or on calls with these people. I don't want to have to overcome and convince and white knuckle someone into a purchase with me because then they don't really want to be there. They didn't lead themselves to desire to be there and make that choice for themselves. You pressured them into it. And that energy is going to linger in the coaching client relationship, the mentor mentee relationship, which is yucky, which is gross, right? I want my mentor mentee relationships and my coaching client relationships to be squeaky clean, right? I want people to lead themselves into that space, to choose to self-select, to be there and decide this is the right choice for me. I'm now going to have a transformation just through this transaction, right? Just by the choice to level up and make this commitment to myself from a place of I led myself here. They now have that step one of their own transformation in the, in the choice to make that transaction. Keyword being their choice, not my choice and white knuckled and, and convinced and pressured. And that's helpful for them. And I want my clients to get the results. I know you want your clients to get the results. So letting people be self-led in that way in the sales conversation, not pressuring them to be there, then they're going to get better results. The relationship is going to feel light and clean rather than like heavy and stressful. Um, And it's just, that's the win-win, right? Because again, we're not just here for the revenue. Obviously we're here to actually have amazing results for our clients and fun, uh, abundant relationships with our clients in, in the coaching process. So that is why I personally wouldn't overcome objections in the DMs. But again, before that no is there, I absolutely would objection handle in my messaging and marketing to empower people to shift doubts and fears and limiting beliefs that I think could be holding them back from making a a really beneficial choice that could serve them. So that I do think is where objection handling can happen in the content, in the messaging, in the marketing, not in the one-on-one conversation. My personal opinion, take it if it feels good. You can always disagree with me, but that is my two cents and the why behind it. I hope this was helpful for how I objection handle or don't in certain cases. And um, I will see you in the next one.